everybody, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to Unfiltered Legends. In each episode, John the Legend Boker talks to pool and spa people, professionals, service techs, pool owners, about their experiences. The ups, the downs, the funny, and the sad. Well, actually, they filter out the sad. We're here to entertain, but you might learn a few things along the way. In today's episode, Jana joins the team to find out what life is really like in Southern Florida through Paulette Hester, who traded in her manicure file for a pool brush. Pools by the Sea of Stewart, Florida takes care of accounts large and small. Stay tuned. We hope you enjoy. I just sat down in the pasture. Of course, all the cows come up and they're like, girl, are you okay? You gotta learn how to tune him out, Jana. Paulette, you there? Legend. Today, we're talking about press-on nails, hurricanes, Tiger Woods, and backyard surprises. Is this an episode of Miami Vice? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends. He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. I'm upstairs by myself in a closet. The least popular podcast ever. (laughs) That is a rough start. All right. Well, Paulette, thanks for coming to talk to us today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, I, I like to be pretty informal. Give us a little introduction of yourself, a little background, what you do, who you are, and we'll go from there. Okay, um, so I have my own pool company, Pools by the Sea. I started in 98 with a pool company, but then I went on my own in 2004. And uh, I'm an Ipsa member. I'm um, the president of my chapter. And so where are you located geographically in the country? I'm in South Florida. South Florida, like Miami? Uh, I'm above Miami, about an hour and a half above, uh, north of Miami on the East Coast. Okay. So I'm in Stewart. I'm in Stewart, Florida, kind of near West Palm Beach, still a little bit north of that. Okay. Well, let's, let's start from the beginning, I guess. How did you enter the pool business? Well, I had three young girls and I had to join the workforce again. And so um, I tried a couple different jobs and I was, I actually was in the beauty industry <laughs> and I absolutely hated doing anything indoors. Like hated it. Paula, I'm going to stop you right there. What does it mean being in the beauty industry? I had a, I have my, actually I still have it, but I do nails. I did nails. Okay. We had another guest and she was in the beauty industry. She was a hot tub model in Florida, evidently. (laughs) Hey, a little different. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're, we're doing nails and three kids and we gotta we gotta get back into a little bit different profession huh yeah yeah so you know I moved to Florida because I wanted to be outside I wanted to be near the ocean and in the sunshine and I'm like stuck indoors and working on the weekends and I'm like oh my god this is horrible so um a friend who not not like a super good friend but a friend had gotten a job at a pool company doing cleaning pools and I was asking him about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's great. I get off work at 2 o'clock every day, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he's like, they're hiring right now. And I'm like, okay. So I went in, and I'm like, I'm like talking to the owner, and he's looking at my long nails, you know, and he's like, 
He's like, you're, you're, you sure? Cause like you're dressed nice and you know, you have makeup on and I'm like, man, I'm a little too glammed up for the pool business. Huh? Yeah, a little, little bit, but I'm like, I can do this. I know I can do it. I can do it. It's fine. And he, he's like, you know, trying to talk me out of applying for the job. And then he's, so then, you know, the weekend goes by or whatever and I get a call and he hires me. So I go to work and train for a week and they fired my friend and hired oh! me. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they fired him, so and I and, but he was our you know, whatever. But and and I'm not kidding you, I've never had long nails ever since. <laughs> do you miss them? Uh well I can do them whenever I want because I do have my license to do them, but uh yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Paulette, what was the first things they had you working on? Uh, I, I cleaned pools in the very beginning. You know, I would just clean the pools, do the chemistry. Um, after a while, I asked them if they would teach me repairs, which they did. Then they started teaching me repairs, so I started doing repairs for them. Then, yeah, then I decided I could make more money on my own, so. How did you get to go on your own? Well, I just decided that I was going to just go on my own and I just started saving my money and I was able to just, you know, I put my two weeks notice in and I was able to quit and just start my own. You know, I kind of started doing pools on the side while I was still working for them. <laughs> but, you know, we're st I still have a good relationship with my ex-boss, my former employer. <laughs> we're still friends. I see him every once in a great while. We're friends on Facebook. So... So how long was your stint with the pool company before you decided to give it a go by yourself? Um, I worked for them for six years from 98 to 2004. And then in 2004, I went on my own. Oh, right before the giant recession and everything hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? I bought my house that year. or I bought my house in actually 2001. I bought the house for nice and, you know, good price at that point. So yeah, I happened to open a pool store in 2008. Right when it all hit. Uh, so let me ask you. So how did you how did you move through that? I mean, that, that was some pretty skinny times during that 2008, 2009 time period. So did you take a hit? Actually, I had at, at that point in 2008. So in 2004, when the hurricanes hit, we had Francis and Jean hit in Stewart, like a, mi a mile or two apart, two weeks apart from each other. So at that point... I got a lot more accounts because when you have a hurricane come and it's hard to, um, you know, like you're working like crazy. You're working like from 630, you know, as soon as light until dark, basically like weekends and everything to try to get all your pools clean from the hurricanes that just tore everything up. So I actually gained a lot of customers from that because I was showing up and other pool companies weren't showing up. <laughs> so that was pretty good for me. Um, so I did pretty good. I got a lot of really good accounts at that point. And so that's, again, that's something that we don't have here in Michigan, our hurricanes. Kind of describe for us. I mean, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't know as a service person, right? So these hurricanes blow through. And where do you start? I mean, are these pools filled with mud and debris and are trees over roads? How do you get to the houses? Oh, uh, yeah. It, yes. All everything you just said. Yes. There's like trees in the road or maybe not even trees, but like, le you know, like palm fronds everywhere. Some trees down branches, not full trees. But last year, my palm tree in my yard, the entire thing, I heard a boom 
and the house shook and the oh, palm wow. tree was down. <laughs> You'd have like three inches thick of sand in some of the pools. And I'm talking about the pools that are on the ocean, sure. you know, the ones on Jupiter on Jupiter Island. Debris, the, the water would be black. You couldn't even see to the bottom. It, it would definitely took a lot of time cleaning everything up. So. And how do you how do you do? Do you use is there any type of special equipment? Do you use some type of automatic vacuum? Do you drain them out and refill them? What do you, what do you what do you do to clean something like that up? Well, I had my hammerhead at the time, which is an automatic vacuum, you know, on a cart. Yep. Um, I I had that. I had you know I'd buy those really good. They're like red and black nets. And they're real heavy duty, and they, you can scoop yep. a lot of stuff out of them. <laughs> um, yep. That, and then there were some chemicals, which I can't think of the name at the top of my head, but where if you put it in the pool, it's supposed to like bring everything to the top. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not laughing at you. We make that product. It's called Pool Rescue. I was using all that stuff so. in the south, and it, I mean that's kind of where you're at. But like yeah, when we exactly, have pools yeah. that flood, people's go-to is revive. Yes, I've used that before. Yes, it does. It's helpful because if you know, it's it's hard when your things are floating in the water, like on top of the water or on the bottom of the pool is the easiest place to get it out. But when you got stuff floating around, that's yeah. If your pool is a disaster, Havilland has two ways to help. Pool Rescue will float all the debris to the surface for easy netting and skimming. Superflock, like flock of seagulls, will sink everything to the bottom for quick vacuuming. Ask your local pool professional for more information. When you said you had a hammerhead, that's a that's a pretty expensive piece of equipment to be owning starting off. It was a struggle. No, nobody helped me out. I mean, I just I had to do it because so a lot of my pools um, were in this one community where there's pine trees everywhere. <laughs> and so those pools were the hardest ones because they're big pools. Not no, they're not allowed to have screens. So no screens. And even the ones on Jupiter Island, like those were all really big, hard pools to take care of. So I was like netting pools like that after a hurricane just takes forever. But then again, when you know, when you have the hammerhead, it's great, but you have to pull it out and empty the bag like eight times, <laughs> you know. What are your other go-to tools of the trade? What's uh, what's your go-to net and pole these days? I don't I don't know the brand names honestly, but I used to buy the cheaper ones, uh, aluminum ones, you know. But now I buy the heavy-duty ones, and they last a lot, lot longer. I have right now. I actually have a Riptide and a Hammerhead. I personally like. Well, like I said, those black and red nets are really good for heavy debris like that, but. Nowadays, I don't have such hard pools. You know, I sold off a route. I like my white net that is like the fine sand and silt one. It's really good for your muscles. <laughs> it gets everything out of the pool. So you have two of the automatic vacs. Do you drive two trucks? Well, I, I did up until a couple months ago. I had my daughter was working for me. Oh, okay. The situation was a little bit different a couple months ago. So the past probably 10 years, I had this really big account. So I didn't have as many pools and my daughter was doing like the smaller pools, especially since the COVID thing started because she is actually like a waitress bartender and they like pretty much lost their jobs, you know? Oh yeah, we know up here in Michigan, they just shut us down again, so. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's bad. So she wasn't making a lot of money, so she was doing pools. But then my situation changed back in September, where I lost that really big account, and so now she started picking up again. So I was like, look, let me just, you know, if she didn't want to work for me anymore anyway. She was tired of it. <laughs> So it kind of worked out good. So I took all my pools back and she went, you know, she went back to bartending. But now she's telling me lately that they're still not making very good money. Uh, and Michigan, they're not making any money. They closed them all down again. Yeah. That ind- So how you think about that for a second. So the, the bar and restaurant industry, which is always busy, not that it's financially lucrative all the time if you own a restaurant, but it's always booming. And who would have thought that the pool business would have took off and the restaurant business went away? I know. It's crazy. It is crazy. I'm very thankful for that, for what I have, you know, but yeah, it is crazy. I was, I, you know, when it first happened, I was like, you know, everyone's like, if you're an essential business, you can still go to work. And I'm like, I'm essential because, yeah. you know, if pools turn green and, you know, you can get diseases. Exactly. So I'm very thankful that I have this job. You know, and people don't consider that like a profession either. They don't think pool people are professionals. Yeah, that's a stigma that I try as best I can. And the other John and myself have done some little videos and tried to make people more aware that pool people aren't just a bunch of dum-dums walking around banging their head against the wall. These people need to understand hydraulics. They need to understand mechanics. They need to understand electrical. I mean, you need to understand all those things to do your job. Yeah. Yeah, and chemistry, too. And chemistry, absolutely. Ironically, I work for a chemical company. I forgot chemistry. Right? (laughs) (laughs) How many pools do you service on the average week? Well, so my situation, like I said, changed about in September-ish. And um, so I had one really big account. And so then I had about 10 pulls a day on top of what my daughter was doing. So now I just do all of those pulls. So she had about 10 a day also, but I've actually just picked up like in the past week, about six pools, six new ones, like a couple commercial accounts. I put the word out. I called my suppliers and all my like anybody I could think of in the pool industry. And that's kind of half of the pool industry. It's not so much you know, advertising, stuff like that. A lot of it is word of mouth, who you know. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Paula, as an IPSA member, what does IPSA bring to you as a professional? I love IPSA, the professionalism, and it's doing the stuff in the community, you know, and helping, like, we we donate a lot of our money to the drowning prevention, Martin County Drowning Prevention. It's good professionally. You get to meet a lot of people. We did a trade show, and actually, your company, Haviland, came to our trade show the year before COVID started. We were going to do one last year, and actually, your company was the first one to sign up, <laughs> but then we had to cancel it all. We <laughs> were going to put on a training seminar for you. I think I know who the guy was that was probably going to do that down there, and he specializes in stain removal, and that goes back to that education point that you, you brought up about learning new things, learning different things, processes. I mean, you know, I'll just hit specific. Stain removal is a, is a process. I mean, there's certain things you got to understand to lift the stain, to sequester the stain, to be able to filter it out, uh, and then to avoid 
those staining issues in the future. So, yeah, if you ever get a chance to take a class on staining, take it. It's uh, pretty cool. Like what we were talking about how people don't think that people that clean your pool, there should be the education there because not only you have to keep the pool safe to swim, you have to make it look nice. And you have to make sure that you're not ruining the heaters and staining the pools. And um, I just got a new account, actually. And um, the hot tub, when I opened up the hot they actually called me. They're like, can you come over here and look at this hot tub? The chemicals were just ridiculously off that it was green. The, the water was like a green tint to it. And when I cleaned the cartridge, the cartridge was black. Yeah. Green hair is not because of too much chlorine. You know, I mean, that's... <laughs> speaking of chlorine, what are you guys using down there as a sanitizer? We use liquid chlorine. I know what by you guys, you guys don't use liquid. Um, my sister lives up in Illinois and she um, she put a above ground pool in her backyard and she would always like over the summer was like calling me constantly like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, do you have any liquid chlorine? And she's like, we don't have that here. <laughs> We use liquid down here. Uh, they use um, like trichlor, um, but liquid is definitely the thing down here. Yeah, that, that dominates the market. And, and again, you find in different parts of the country that different types of sanitizers dominate that market. And whether it's from the professionals steering that direction or the consumer steering the market in that direction i don't know but if you've got a couple of bleach producers nearby and you got a tank outside your uh, warehouse you can fill that thing up really cheap and sanitize pools yeah there's still a little bit of gas chlorine in the commercial market really yeah you don't see that very often but uh there's still a bunch of it out there now, Paulette, when you decided to go out on the route by yourself, how old were your daughters at that time? I, let's see, I think my my youngest one, well, one was in middle school, and then the other two were in elementary school. When we talked to Kelly in Sacramento, she had mentioned that for women, running a pool route offered her so much flexibility. She thought it was a phenomenal job. Oh, absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. I come from a little teeny tiny little small cornfield town in Illinois, the Midwest. <laughs> so I mo- when I moved to Florida, I moved here in 95. And um, it was definitely a bigger town than I moved to. And now, like, I would consider this a small town and I love this town that I live in. But I was a little bit freaked out because when I went to school, like, there was maybe 60 people in my whole graduating class where so it's like 5,000 now here you know so I actually homeschooled my kids when they were that little (laughs) and so I was able to actually work at the pool company and homeschool my kids it was great I absolutely loved it so and your daughters must have obviously seen that it was a good profession because you've had at least one of them join you. Yeah. Have you squared the other two away that they aren't getting in the van with you? Well, all right. So I do have another. So I actually now have four daughters and my youngest one, she just turned 18. So here's the deal. My oldest one is in the pool biz industry. The second daughter was the one that was work. Well, she worked for me for a little while, but then she quit the oldest one. Second one was just working for me on and off since she was 18. Third one, yeah, she hated doing pools, so she actually did a lot of my office stuff. <laughs> and my 18-year-old, I had to force her over spring break to go clean some pools for me so I could get a break. And she's like, I'm never doing this again. 
Uh, it messes up the fingernails. You can't do that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, because she's on Christmas break uh, starting next week, and I was like, I'm going to have you do a couple pulls. She's like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not doing any pulls. <laughs> <laughs> Want to use less chlorine next year? Protein Supreme uses a borate formula to keep your pool water in balance. And balanced water is the perfect environment for a sanitizer to go to work. In 2021, trust Proteam Supreme for a Supreme Pool season. To learn three ways to use 30% less sanitizer, visit HavilandPool.com. How many pools do you say you're doing? You said you're doing 10 pools a day currently? Yeah, I well, now I have more than that. I have probably like 15, 16 a day. The one that I just lost was very unique. It was two huge pools that it was it was crazy but i had to go there every single day yikes (laughs) was it puffy's was puff daddy's pool whose pool was it down there i can't say i can't say whose pool it was oh it was somebody it was big time all right yeah 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 yeah. all right i like it (laughs) i mean is it a sore subject or can i ask why you lost it Okay, well, I'm just going to be totally honest here, so I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast, but the caretaker, it was bad. It was just bad with him, the homeowner. Um, he, I'm sure, knows nothing, and I actually do the homeowner's ex-wife's pool still, <laughs> so, um, and she loves me to death, so. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's Tiger Woods. Okay, no, but I do have a funny story about Tiger Woods. Oh, I want to hear that. Okay, you might have to edit this out. <laughs> so, I did do Tiger Woods Pool. I'm sorry, Paulette, you did Tiger Woods Pool, right? Okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pool. Yes, it's pool. It's pool. So, here, so, here's how I did that. So, I was actually doing the pool, and then he bought that house. For two years, I did the pool. There's actually two pools on the property. And then, when he finally decided to move here to Jupiter Island... They like tore down, there was actually three houses and two pools. They tore down everything. And then, but, um, and then for some reason, Tiger Woods, I never met him or anything like that, but he owned the property. And then when the whole thing happened with him and his wife, (laughs) my daughter that's 18, she was younger and she knew I did his pool. And um, so on the news, I was watching the news one day and they said that Tiger Woods uh, had an affair and blah, blah, blah. And my daughter, she was really young at the time and she she goes, Mommy, they just said Tiger Woods is having an affair. Let's go there. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so is that your only uh, celebrity pool, or are there some mansions that you're walking into? There's been a few like famous golfers, but the one that I did for the last 10 years, I really and truly don't want to say his name, but... Um... All right, we're, we won't pry too far, but we'll just keep asking questions about it until you break <laughs> As obviously as a woman walking into a backyard, are there have there ever been issues that you've had in terms of feeling uncomfortable or unsafe, and, and how have you dealt with those? Um, no, I I don't I don't think I've ever felt unsafe. I mean, I've walked in on a few men skinny dipping before, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. Woo. I just turn around and walk away. And I'm like, what? What do I do? What do I do? I can't clean the pool. What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> Excuse me, you're going to have to get out and leave the premises. I need to clean the pool. Exactly. That's exactly what I did. I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? Now, let me ask you this, because when I, I used to actually fix hot tubs, and, and so you just kind of show up and you walk in it. Were the men skinny dipping 
uh, over a hundred, like the women I used to see sunbathing when I'd walk into the backyards. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely, yeah. Like, oh, I cannot unsee that. I might be blind for the rest of my life. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing where I wanted to just sit there and you know, like, oh. what's that guy's name now? Mimosa. The mimosa guy. What's he, everybody likes him now. I know who the mimosa is, but <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know who. But... Is that Aquaman? Are you talking about Aquaman? Yeah, that guy. I used to look like that guy, Bereza. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Paula, besides naked ninety-year-old men. <laughs> What are other things in a backyard pool scenario that you just look at and you just roll your eyes and you're just like, no, that's going to be a terrible day? Yeah, DE filters are horrible. Um, I actually just picked up an account (laughs) and I actually went there today, the second time I've been there and oh my God, this pool, the yard is beautiful, gorgeous. Like the house is gorgeous, it's on the water, everything is great, but they have a DE filter and I actually went to clean it today and none of them were like fully prime you know so i'm like the filter's gotta be dirty pull the filter apart it wasn't even te filter it was the other one and i hear just the water like draining backwards i'm like no and i you know try to shut the valve off but it was too late i could not get that thing primed back up i was so irritated (laughs) i put like one of those um drain jets in there and and it just like busted the it just exploded the drain jet exploded i still i still it's still not primed up i actually just shut the breaker off and left (laughs) (laughs) i have to go back tomorrow (laughs) what is the 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 main filter of choice down in florida uh cartridge now in in your business is that part of your business do you sell the new cartridge you sell product or is it strictly the service side of things that you focus on no i definitely sell the product i sell the cartridges i know it's different up north like they charge to clean the filters like that's included here like no we don't charge extra to clean the filters, but I wish we did. <laughs> how often are you, uh, I would just say kind of like an average poll, how often are you having to clean those cartridges? Generally, like a rule of thumb is like once a month. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know why? Be- you know what? Because uh, I learned this too in one of the groups. In other parts, other than like where I'm at, they oversize the filters where here they're just like barely filtering. You know what I mean? People tell me like, they're like, I, uh, it's six months. I'm going to clean the filter. And I'm like, six months? Like that thing would be clogged and not even running. That's where I'm at. It doesn't matter if it's 10 or 30,000 gallons. Everybody gets a 520. Oh, see? Oh, yeah. You, yeah I wish. I wish. Down here it's like... I have pools that have like a 90 square foot filter on that. I'm like, why? <laughs> I promise this is not being salesy or pitchy, but do you use like a chemical filter cleaner when you clean them? I don't know. I do not. That would probably help you to kind of extend that filter run. Yeah. So I promise I'm not being salesy, but I mean, it's one of those things. It's fairly cheap. But to me, time is money. Of course, yeah. You can get, you know, then six or eight weeks out of one of those filter cleans. I get it, yeah. I need to know what the product is because I really and truly never use that. Did y'all just hear that? (laughs) 
honestly, so here's the funny part that the product Jana is talking about that we make. There's a specific way to, to treat a filter, and they call it the Florida sunbake method. If you, you actually just, if you sprayed, it, it happened on accident. Really? Sprayed the cleaner on the filter, and then the homeowner said, I'm just going to go buy a new one. So he threw it in a garbage bag. Oh, wow. Tied it up, threw it out at the front to get picked up by the trash next week or whatever. <laughs> Drove to the pool store to get a new filter, and they said, we don't have that size in stock. The guy came home said, oh, I just have to clean this one. He unwrapped the filter out of the garbage bag and the material that was on it, it kind of crystallized all of the dirt and debris. He tapped it out, rinsed it off. It was grinding white. So yeah, thanks for that uh, pitch there, Jana. Have you ever talked about some product and then like five seconds later you hear a commercial for that product? It's like magic. Filter Magic by ProTeam isn't magic at all. It's a powerful filter cleaner. Now let's get back to the show to see what Paulette's going to talk about next. Is anything new or innovative happening in Florida in the pool business? Is anything, nobody's trying to muscle into your route or get into your part of town to I hope pick not, up business? because I will take them down. I will take them down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot more educational stuff like being offered um, through the different um, companies, you know, which is good because then you could just jump on your computer and listen to the webinars or whatever. So that's pretty cool because a lot of times, you know, you don't have time to go, you know, go to a class somewhere or do whatever. So it's, I like, I like it actually. If you were to go back and talk to 18-year-old you, what would you say about getting into the pool industry? Um, I, I love it. I absolutely love the pool industry. I love it here in South Florida. I don't know. Back then, I was in Illinois, so I probably wouldn't have loved it so much. Um, that, but, you know, I would definitely, I would definitely would not change this. I love it. I love it. Can you give us the information on your company and how people can reach you? It is Pools by the Sea. I'm in Stewart, Florida. Um, 772-485-5489. And for those pool professionals, what's the IPSA branch that you're at? Treasure Coast IPSA. We're the Treasure Coast chapter. Nice. We have our meetings uh, the 4th Tuesday of every month. We've been doing Zoom meetings because of COVID. But normally it's at uh, Duffy's. Well, thanks again, Paulette. We appreciate the time. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, what did we learn today? Uh, that Jana is a hell of a saleswoman. I like that she shamelessly plugged our product in the middle of that. That was good. Use my brand, anybody else's. It's going to save you time. I I would say what we learned is uh, Florida market's pretty cutthroat, buddy. It's a dog-eat-dog dog world, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. That's a reference to Cheers. That's okay. I thought he was talking over me, but whatever.